0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Knights of the Beard Stable podcast. I don't know what we're going to call this one. This is a new one. Current affairs. The date is August tenth, two thousand thirteen. There is no DJ. We are not doing shit. All right, no intro. Uh, this is this is our first
1: podcast. This is uh, well, I'll go ahead and introduce Dan. Dan, the motherfucking man. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> motherfucking man, and uh, motherfucking I'm fucking kill Ian. What's up? I'm uh, this is Kill Ian from <laughs> Knights of the Billiard Stable. Uh, this is just going to be us two, maybe some guests here and there, but for the most part, we are going to be your host.
0: Yeah, we're going to be talking about random current affairs, maybe a little bit of politics here and there. Uh, but that's not going to be the driving force. It's just going to be basically what's been happening in the world.
1: Yep. Current, uh, you know, some some theory stuff, maybe some philosophy stuff, but mostly just kind of c- current events and what's going on around the
0: world. Yeah, um, it's just to be a little bit more serious than the uh, pregame, which is just us goofing around.
1: Yep. so uh, kind of change gears. Um, that would be why we don't have Josh here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we get into a tax debate, he'll have an aneurysm. Yeah,
1: like, I need a cigarette. <laughs> Just leave. Um, I guess, uh, this is, this first one doesn't have a title, it doesn't have an intro, and I really haven't done my homework, so this one could be kind of rough. Yeah. But this is
0: the pilot episode. Yeah, we'll, this we'll, we'll say the, the pilot. Geeks out later.
1: I, I'll say I haven't been, this is gonna force me to be better at watching the news than staying current, because I have not been watching much TV, so.
0: Later on, we'll be having a sports podcast, too, so that'll keep us up with sports, force us to do homework on that.
1: Oh, that's easy. <laughs> I can do that. Easier, so, yes. So stay tuned for that one. But uh, uh, that's why I have Dan here. He'll keep me up to date on a lot of stuff and explain stuff, and then I'll give my input. So, all right, where where do you want to begin, Dan?
0: Well, on the news lately has been a lot of uh, the NSA stuff. Uh kind of wanted to just go over the basic premise of what it is and
1: uh yeah just kind of uh, describe what exactly the nsa um national security agency is to our listeners
0: it's the nsa is supposed to be the searching for foreigners trying to do spying or direct harm to us they were directed to not mess with America, that's what Americans, that's what the FBI is for that's why we have FBI is to handle inside shit and NSA is for outside stuff well the NSA has written up a program called the Prism program and then this is what the whole Snowden Edward Snowden controversy has been about, he was an NSA uh, worker analyst he came up and uh, in his stuff he realized he didn't like some of the pro- way the program was working and grabbed a bunch of memos, grabbed a bunch of documents just highly described the way the program recorded things and bolted, released a bunch of it to a news agency out in the UK I believe, the The Guardian I think was the uh, newspaper that he released yeah. it to yep. and then hopped on a plane and got the fuck out of Dodge
1: Well, yeah, because he knew, uh, obviously, instantly he would be considered a traitor.
0: Yeah. Um, So he knew no one was going to hear him out fairly if he didn't get the fuck out of Dodge before something went down, which is why he's been having the whole thing. Now he's in Russia. He's got a temporary uh, asylum in Russia.
1: Yep. And then the other stuff about his, you know, his father saying he won't get a fair trial in this country if he comes back to America.
0: Which I completely believe. I don't see that there's any way he gets a fair trial. I
1: mean, no, he's pretty much going to be walking in the door convicted.
0: I mean, Obama's already said basically that he's guilty. He's yeah, come yeah. out and said that this guy is a traitor. Yeah. he's not a whistleblower. And it's funny because the Obama administration on their his one of his websites somewhere he was talking about how one of the things he ran on at one of his elections at least and has tried to keep in his you know periphery was not uh not considering whistleblowers traitors, he was going to love yeah, them and, and protect yeah. literally protect them was one of the big things he was going to protect whistleblowers and that uh, that line of his you know that that whatever wherever it was posted got removed from his website It is no longer there <laughs> yeah
1: uh, I, I, yep they don 't that 's just another you know ammunition for but Uh, ammunition against Obama. Just something else for the uh, conservatives to just kind of throw in his face.
0: Uh, That's not so much conservative. That's just common damn sense, dude. You make it so obvious when you do that kind of stuff.
1: No, I definitely agree. And, like, it's very much... The stuff... I don't know, I'm kind of torn because there's very much merit to what he released to the newspaper in the UK. Like, it was very much... The way that the system was going about getting this information from these people wasn't necessarily legal by any means. It's not legal. You're not supposed to target or even, you know, U.S. citizens, but it's still, you know, like as the only
0: U.S. citizens that are supposed to be targeted with this program is ones that are in direct communication with foreign entities. Basically, U.S. citizens that are spying for other countries. That's. They are allowed to spy on the NSA is allowed to get involved with that because they are directly contributing to a foreign entity. That's fine. Yep. But the problem is the software. One of the statistics that got released uh, was that it is has a fifty four percent accuracy with quote foreignness. So yeah. it is a fifty four percent chance of being accurate of recording a foreign person, and then mm-hmm. the other forty six percent is just we might get some americans too whoops yeah
1: exactly and then like the they're supposed to be this government of checks and balances and they're supposed to get approved before they can actually read or listen to this uh information
0: secret court system yeah specifically for this kind of thing and out of like i think it was 1700 of one kind of uh Requests and then two hundred of other some other kind of requests, basically nineteen hundred requests last year, and one hundred percent got approved. All of them got approved. Yeah. There was no checking. There was no balancing. It was just yeah. yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, just yes, stamp. Yes,
1: rubber, yes. Stamp. rubber stamp on everything. There's no no check. So all this. I just uh, obviously that's not okay because then I just really I mean as stupid as this I mean it may sound is it definitely opens up the gateway like like you were saying once you, they are given that power they are not going to take it back so yeah. if we let the government have this power over us just like the Wire Act or, what or the wiretapping
0: is the concept of what happened in V for Vendetta where they had. If you remember the movie, they had trucks driving through the streets that were able to like listen into houses, and they would listen to just private conversations people were having amongst themselves. And uh, oh, the, we, we they would go to report to the the head guy or whatever. We were hearing more and more uh, disenfranchisement um, uh, among the people. They're not happy about the way this is going. Uh, well, th- th- this is the first step towards that. Yeah. I, this is how we start that. The government can turn on your yeah, phone. The government can, like, there's yeah, secret stuff that'll let them listen to your shit.
1: And, yep. <laughs> so, I mean, once they have this information, this power to, you know, get this information, then, like, what's to stop them from using this information for other means, like sending this information to the FBI or the, uh, you know, and it's know, uh,
0: IRS? Been, or, hey, something popped up already that like I told you about the, uh, the DEA is already requesting stuff for American citizens for drug stuff from this program, from the NSA, through the NSA. And then just more recently, I didn't even get a chance to get into the article, but I saw the IRS request from the DEA, from the NSA. So it's like a 3 will, like yeah, uh, yeah. a th- link in the chain, and so this is how it starts, you, where they are, domestic, yes, they are domestic. So they're
1: going to be convicting you on information that was obtained illegally – Um,
0: And there's nothing you can do to counteract it. There's nothing (laughs) you can do to stop it. They're making their own rules as they go. So
1: if we don't, I don't know, I mean, I don't know what you really can do at this point. But if we allow allow this to continue and we don't have other people come out against this, then it's a very slippery slope. And we're going to have big government and they're going to just control our lives. Well,
0: we already have it. The the trick is going to be to... Find a comfortable medium. Like was it Ben Franklin that said those who sacrifice privacy for security deserve neither. And I think that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant as far yeah, as yeah. It makes complete sense. Like, you yeah,
1: like on a small scale, obviously, like for you and I, it's not going to affect our daily lives one bit. But on a grand scheme of things, like in the long run, it could drastically affect... And just, this is how
0: it starts. This is how V from Vendetta starts, yeah. like that scenario, that scary scenario where they're just driving these trucks around listening to everybody's personal conversations. Yeah,
1: and that's just – so you're going to start convicting people and arresting people and just entering into people's homes on – you know,
0: On information con- grab- that was collected illegally. Uh, yeah, obtained I'll illegally. Been, yep. the, the Patriot Act – was kind of the door opener for this thing, and it was only meant to last a couple of years mm-hmm. and then when it was about to fail out, they renewed it and then it's failed out to or tried to fail out it's the time limit on it has failed out two or three times, and every time they just renew it again mm-hmm. so it's a never ending that they have that power now that was granted to them by the Patriot act, and yep. now they're they're not going to go back on that
1: yep my only problem with the whole situation was how he went about it
0: well and that's the thing is people have been saying you know well, like how is he supposed to go about it like how what would be the legal if his second he you got to figure the NSA is one of those shady organizations that i'm sure has uh people make other people get real quiet real quick kind of situ, you know things where I, You know, I'm sure. You know, it it gets scary when you think about the thought of the government approving like quiet assassinations and that kind of shit. Yeah, but the if there was a government agency that did it, would NSC would be one of them.
1: True. So Uh, I, I I understand leaving the country and fearing for his life, but I don't. I would see reporting it to some other. You know Congressmen, other representatives, or maybe a United States national newspaper rather than
0: well a- to United States national newspapers they a lot of times before they will post something like that, they will actually request go talk to the government, say, "We have this, we're going to report on it. What are we allowed to say so then you've already got a censored government approved message coming out about it. So, I can understand him not going to the United States uh newspapers about it. Um, should he have gone to a senator i will, you got to wonder which ones are okay to talk to about that kind of stuff, and which ones are just going to go. Let me pick up the phone real quick and call somebody and he calls the n s a and says, "Hey, we got a problem here. Come here and handle your dude, yeah, you know some of them are going to be." Legitimately would probably legitimately protect them, but when you have that sensitive of information, you don't know which ones those guys are, which ones you can actually trust with that kind of shit. Yeah, and how would you know? You know, unless you are regularly
1: yeah, conversating with, yeah.
0: with Congress people. Like, yeah. who, how do you know which ones you can trust with that kind of shit? And that, and that was what Obama was saying. Is that he could have come to a congressman or a senator, and it's like, well. I don't trust them either. Yeah. They approved all this shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, they were okay for this shit. Like, And then, yeah, who knows? And maybe Obama launched some more uh, drone strikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Killing but. American citizens without a trial. Yeah. We have four, so far, American citizens that were killed by, by drone strikes from the United States for crimes that were never prosecuted.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to think that he's going to get a fair trial if yeah. he comes back peacefully
0: look at uh bradley manning that whole thing
1: i i didn't hear about that
0: well the brad i'll go into that in a little bit the bradley manning thing he uh was working in iraq and afghanistan or afghanistan one of the two and he went onto a government server he was a computer guy so he that was what his you know he was allowed access to this stuff Pulled up a video of what's called – you can look it up on line now. That was the whole WikiLeaks thing. He was the guy that leaked to WikiLeaks. Oh, yeah. And that's what started that whole thing. And it was called Collateral Murder. And it's a video of guys on the turrets of an uh, an Apache or some kind of gun gunship, a helicopter, shooting at a church, and then everyone running out. And it's all women and children running out, and they're just shooting them, and they're laughing about it and saying, well, guess they shouldn't have gone to church today, <laughs> <laughs> laughing about it and shit.
1: And was that something I was, like, ordered? Was that orders that they were given? They
0: were given orders to destroy that, but it, which is all well and good when you start shooting. But then when you see the women and children running out, you should call back into base and go, are we sure there's somebody bad here? Because I'm only seeing women and kids. Yeah. I don't see any dudes here with rifles. No, there's no weapons here, yeah. and they have the authority. Anyone in the military has the authority to refuse an order if they feel that it's breaking protocol or rules. Like they're allowed to say no. They're allowed to pull and like stop shooting.
1: I, and that, but I. I Yeah, I can see that, but that's also a gray area too because you don't want to be that person who said no because that's like your livelihood. That's your career
0: right there that's going to be on the line if you're like, no. now they're anonymous, (laughs) and Bradley Manning leaked that stuff, and he is now going to trial finally. Having been in jail for two years with no blankets, no pillows, no clothes, he's stripped naked, 23-hour lockdown. He's just sitting on a big slab of concrete. Do you want to be Edward Snowden and go, hmm, should I release this to the press in the U.S. and hang around and hope for a fair trial? Or do I fucking give this to a U.K. newspaper while i taking off the from an airport to get the fuck out of this country? Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of this country. I'd definitely
1: say get out of the country. Very much so. Um, and then I guess reporting to a U.K. newspaper he thought was like the best idea. Yeah. I don't know. And, and then so there's this whole controversy that, you know, th- the country is kind of split. You know, half the country views him as this traitor, um, and then the other half of the country, you know, views him as kind of like a kind of vigil-
0: vigilante whistleblower I, kind I, of. I mean, he he should have told us. We 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 are better for knowing that. Are are we less secure? Because now the terrorists and foreign powers know that we collected this information this way. I don't know. I don't care because they could be recording me. I'm recording me, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, we're being recorded right now. This is right on now. my own fruition. I'm choosing yeah. to do this. You know, that we need to know these kinds of things. I, I, I honestly believe that we need to know that, that they're doing that kind of stuff. And I... Should he be found guilty, you know, or prosecuted and found guilty? Um, yes, he broke the rules. The way he got the information, the way he leaked it, and all that stuff. However, I didn't. I don't see that there was a better option. Obama would tell you that there was a better option. He said it a couple times. NSA people will tell you there's a better option. Some of the senators will tell you there was a better option to release it to them. I don't. Yeah. I don't fucking trust any of them.
1: Didn't didn't you say he he made attempts to... Or brought this to some people's attention before he actually came out and leaked it, or no?
0: No, no. He was... He, he kept this all... Just collected as much information as he could and just bailed. Handed it to the UK Guardian paper and booked. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know if that was the best way, but it... I, it's... Huh. I think it was the best way. I mean was there a better way? I don't know, but I can't trust the senators any more than I can trust, you know, any government entity, I did it, especially when it's you're talking about their shit.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's their own government organization and they deem it whatever necessary and then for our protection. When in reality I don't I don't think I've ever You know, I mean, granted, they probably wouldn't. We don't really hear about it, but have they ever really come across anything that would has actually, you know, saved lives? Or
0: they say that there was twelve instances where they arrested people based on this information collected from this. However, they will not tell us about them. They will not tell us where these, you know, who the people that were caught, what happened, like what they were gonna do. All they said is that twelve instances of terrorism were prevented due to it. Dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I can't believe you now because you won't. You're not willing to get. I mean, you don't want to release names or something like that. I guess that's a. I guess that makes sense a little bit. But like, you got to tell us about it. Like, make me believe you. Yeah. You have to. You have to make it. You know, make me believe it so that I can trust you with the information. And I just don't. I don't trust the NSA for shit. I don't trust. I can't trust my government, and it pisses me off that I can't trust my government. Yep. It's just too big for its own good. That's my feeling, anyway. Yep. Anyways. um, So, do you have anything to bring up?
1: uh, I don't have any articles at this time, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I didn't really do too much homework. Um, I can't... I, I looked at some stuff earlier in the week. I just can't remember what I read and stuff. I've been pretty focused on other stuff this week so very well mm-hmm. okay so but um i did just read that article that you sent me about the um i guess the doctor guy yeah okay.
0: something or some shit like that he's the uh lead doctor analysis guy for cnn.com or not cnn.com but all of cnn whatever they whenever they need a person to talk to about doctor related stuff you know He's the guy they call, and he's the guy that talks about it. And he, for years, has been an advocate of you know, drugs are bad, marijuana is bad, and there's no medicinal health. You know, there's nothing to the medicinal health article or uh, arguments for pot. There's it should stay a Schedule One drug. It's evil. It's bad. Blah blah blah. blah. Well, he just did a one eighty. He did some research outside of like four or five, you know, big things, big uh, research studies or whatever, and actually found some smaller ones, found a bunch of them, and then realized, oh, well, maybe I was full of shit. Um, (laughs) Schedule one, for those of you who don't know, means that there is zero medicinal qualities to the drug in question. There is no possible way it could be helpful to humans
1: and yeah. and uh, the also that goes into a schedule one drug is the fact that it has potential to be abused right it has to have that potential to be abused
0: which I guess that would be like a you know addiction type situation. Uh, obviously you know, but I guess that's I, what they're referring
1: theoretically to. you know because you could you know mentally be addicted to anything people are addicted
0: to shopping yeah there are I mean, people addicted to the dumbest nonsense. Yeah, like,
1: so I, I could be, I don't know, just any kind of drug. Like, I could be addicted to Advil or Tylenol. You know, and there are people are who are addicted and take, like, you know, eight Tylenol a day because oh, I have a headache and stuff like that. And, like, that's borderline addiction. But, I don't know.
0: Weed isn't a drug. It's a plant. <laughs> a. B. It is impossible to overdose from marijuana, the only way you can die from marijuana intake is if you would literally die from lack of oxygen before you could possibly overdose. Yeah, the LD rate, yep, on marijuana is so ridiculously low that it you would literally die from lack of oxygen before you could die from the overdose of the THC. It is impossible to overdose on marijuana. Uh, and B and, and or C, it's it has no. Chemically addictive, now, like you say, you can be addicted to shopping, you could be addicted to anything, but heroin, you can get chemi- physically addicted to. There's no way to become physically addicted to marijuana. It's impossible. It's just, that's not the way that works in your system.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, stuff like cocaine is a class 2
0: drug. Yeah, schedule 2 drug, and it is addictive. You can overdose and die on it. Yeah, I mean, fuck you, like you were talking about Advil. You pop a bottle of Advil and chug all that it'll shit down. It'll be the last headache, last headache, I mean, that, last headache that, that, you
1: ever had.
0: Yeah, it's like Cat Williams said.
1: <laughs> but that I believe, I believe, yeah, ibuprofen is is uh, Schedule three, if I can remember correctly. So there you go. But I guess that's because it has medicinal purposes. So well,
0: yeah, and marijuana has been proven to fit, uh, help cure emaciation. Well, and
1: the, Well, that was his biggest argument, is that he did much... I guess initially he, his, he didn't really do that much in-depth research. His mind was already made up when he... It he, sounds
0: like... He went into it not as a scientist, but as a, someone who just made yeah, He his, already knew his mind and only he looked He already had, the had his opinion it. set.
1: Yeah, and he just did just enough to kind of reinforce that opinion, and that's what he posted. And then now that he's done i don't know like another five years of research it sounds like is that he's discovered he's actually sat down and talked to and met people who have such illnesses as like
0: i mean whatever just it's, having seizures it's helped with seizures there's lots of promise on that front it's helped with people who are emaciated getting their hunger they're getting being able to eat and keep food down you know uh hiv you know aids that whole thing when you you they'll get skinny and it's not for the disease it's because they can't keep food down they're not mm-hmm. able to eat and they don't have a hunger they don't get hungry they're just like they waste away it's and uh, certain strains of marijuana obviously everyone knows that you know people you know the stereotype you get high and you want to go eat well it's there for a reason because you get high and certain strains of marijuana make you hungry you want to eat yep and marijuana has been proven to help them want to eat, and it keeps helps keep their stomach settled so that it, they can actually keep the food down.
1: Yeah, without you know,
0: without puking, it, yeah. yeah,
1: puking it back up.
0: And chemo, people have tried it with chemo too, with the same thing. You know, yeah, if you get sick yeah. and can't keep food down. Well, it's been proven to help in those situation as well. So I don't get why it's still considered a Schedule One drug.
1: Yeah, it
0: doesn't make any fucking sense to me.
1: No, I, I don't understand why it's Schedule One. I don't. I guess the the issue as far as legalization uh just makes it iffy as far as them being able to regulate it. It's
0: done in California?
1: To an extent. but I mean, like, they have these laws in place where you can only have, like, X amount of plants and so much possession of so right. much marijuana on you at times and stuff. But that, that becomes kind of hard to enforce, is what they're, they're saying. enforcing it fine and it's generated tons of uh well, I tax mean revenue. It, it, it's obviously it's generated a bunch of revenue but define how they're enforcing it fine you don't know that for a fact i'm sure there's plenty of people out there who are still doing their own thing they're growing their own plants or selling stuff on their own
0: well i would just say that it
1: that's where the problem in lies like cuz you can't stop somebody from selling their own like i mean you can have laws but it's just it's much harder to enforce these laws than your you know other laws
0: i i, I don't see how it's any harder than alcohol i mean alcohol can kill you you can die from it you can overdose on it get alcohol poisoning you can become physically and chemically addicted to alcohol and it's and in fact it's the one of the i don't know of any other substance that just from withdrawals can kill you alcohol is one of the one of the only ones that i to my knowledge is the only one uh that just from the withdrawal symptoms if you go cold turkey on alcohol and you're a severe alcoholic you can die just from withdrawals heroin is horrible but you won't die from withdrawals. Your withdrawals will suck and you'll be sick and you'll be screaming and all that shit, but you won't die from it. Alcohol, you can die. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, I definitely agree in that concept, but I'm just saying, you don't have people to the extent, like, you know, brewing their own alcohol like that. Like, it's much harder process. They have a TV show about it, <laughs>
0: I mean, there's guys that run the uh, moonshine.
1: And look how hard it is to make their own – distill their own moonshine. Like weed is so much easier. I know of so many people who have their own plants like day in and day out, and that's money. Why do
0: we have to regulate it at all is my question. If you're not driving on – driving, I mean same as alcohol. Alcohol. You can't drive intoxicated on alcohol. You can't even if you have a prescription medication for certain stuff. If it's inebriates you, it has a you know. There's laws that you can't drive on this particular medication. Why do we have to tell them how much they're allowed to have?
1: Uh, I mean that's just because that's how the government's going to want it. Like they're going to say, hey, if you want this, we're going to get our hands in it. Just like everything well, else, they're going to put their hands.
0: Tax in Tax it. That's fine. Tax it.
1: Well that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's they will tax some of it, but it's too easily accessible for other people that they're not gonna be there's gonna be a large percentage that they're not gonna get any money revenue from because it's under the table.
0: Well you look at like you know I mean you look at anything. There's that's like, that and anything Like with
1: alcohol it's regulated with you know, you have your A B C stores that are government, you know, state funded yes, regulated stores.
0: They and they they could make that and just hand it off. I don't – like – but they don't. They go through the re- government regulations. But they
1: still got their – the government still got their profits from it. If I grow my own plant in the backyard and sell it to this guy, they're not going to see any money they're from it. They're not
0: worried about that. They're not worried about that even on you, – because you can homebrew beer. They're not worried about the small scale. They're worried about big scale. They're worried about when you make a farm of pot plants and sell it. That can be regulated fairly easily, like – when you, it's when you scale up from a small scale because I can make we can make our own brew right here, and that's not illegal. It just can't be over a certain quantity per year. Yeah, I don't see the difference in that in pot.
1: A pot's just easier. I, I'm just it's easier. It's much easier to grow plants than it is for us. We're gonna sit here and have this week long process to brew two bottles of beer, two ounce beers. You know, like it's and then if we get a little larger setup, we may be able to brew, take a week long or two weeks long to brew a six-pack.
0: No. Well, even if even just beer, what about just green alcohol, moonshine? That's illegal. It is, they do that in, a, in an evening. They brew that in a night. Yeah. So.
1: But it small-scale batches for the most part.
0: Well, until you get to the bigger scale, and then that's when you get, you know, the, uh, ATF involved when they bust people for that kind of shit, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But, like, I don't understand why we can't just do the same thing with pot. You say it's easier, but it's it's just moonshine is what's being illegally sold on the alcohol front, and they bust people, and it's – when it you know when it gets to a certain size and the you know they start to notice a big hunk of people getting a lot of it from this one area and then they start you know doing the questions and all that and go through that whole process and pot is you know there that takes weeks to you know mo- you know weeks and months to grow so, uh
1: initially yeah initially but then once uh you know it's budded and stuff like that and you pick it off like it's gonna renew itself and Uh, you have ten plants and if they're decent sized plants, like that's, you know, tens of thousands of dollars that I could potentially sell off and that's not going to be taxed by the government. And it doesn't take much space to have ten plants.
0: Well, the the way they bust people now, they run over with choppers with, uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, infrared, and when they see too much infrared, or if you're pulling too much power, the power company alerts the government already. Already alerts the DEA. Hey, these guys are pulling a shitload of electricity all of a sudden for no freaking reason. You know they're way above the average for people in that block. Mm-hmm. You should investigate this further. Yeah, I mean it's there's ways to go about it. That's already in place. If they I, wanted, to. I
1: understand the like that part of it. I'm just saying. From a dollar's perspective, that's all the government wants. And that's what is the – I feel like the main issue with legalizing marijuana, why they haven't done it yet, is because of the issues as far as like regulation and getting their money. I mean they're going to get some money, but even a percentage of – like if you get a fraction of what you could make, you're still making millions of dollars a year. I understand that, but it's not to the foolproof way like how we have alcohol pretty much figured out for the most part.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's, there's ways to do it that they should – Make an effort, and I think the people keeping it illegal are the uh, – union, basically unions that if you make pot legal, the jails empty out, private prisons, 90 percent of the United States prisons are privately owned, so they lose money, bam, mm-hmm. uh, The which – okay, now you have to lay off prison guards, and the prison guard union is not going to like that cops DEA agents going to that division's going to be scaled down we don't need so many people busting these guys we don't you know we only have to worry about the illegal operations the legal ones are fine boom you just lost more jobs more unions are going to get involved i think that's where where the push is right now to keep it illegal at least nationwide like on the national scale oh, excuse me but uh yeah yeah um I definitely. There's so many jobs and making sure that shit stays illegal. Yeah,
1: I. I, But I think though, like, if they legalize it, I don't. I think, um, I don't know. It really should. As far as other regulations, like people think it's going to be legal, but it's still going to be up to the private companies, like whether you are allowed to, you know, if they drug test for it and stuff like that. That's going
0: to be the next thing, and. I think just like alcohol, if you're drunk on the job, then you get fired. Yeah, if you're high, if you're on, the high job. on the job, you should get fired.
1: Yeah. So uh, that, as far as that, it's not really going to change all that much when weed does get legalized.
0: Yeah, I I don't see where the issue like. It, I don't see why it doesn't make any sense from just a medical standpoint. Why? Well, for,
1: yeah, legal. from medical and from just a, I don't know. Um, You know, social rights standpoint, like what is the issue with it? And like I said, because they've had the power and made it illegal for so long, it always comes back to, well, I mean, we understand why it should be legal now, but we need to figure, we're now, we're just thinking about dollar signs at this point.
0: Yeah. I just, from a personal rights standpoint, I personally believe that everything should be legal. And if you overdose on something, you're stupid. We don't care. Like it, if you're dumb enough to overdose on heroin, then like there's not, we're not gonna be able to fix you anyway. Like yeah, we'll, broken.
1: We'll, we'll just let Darwin effect take over and survival to finish and we'll kill off Portugal. all these Yeah. Yeah.
0: I cite Portugal. I, Portugal has everything one hundred percent legal. Their addiction rates for drugs not, have tanked.
1: It's not legal. Correction, it is not legal in Portugal. It is decriminalized. Okay. Where instead of you go to court if you have this and, but you're not it's a oh, yeah, they, okay, they, okay. they they, they opened right. up they, they, they opened up a whole separate court system. It's not a legal court system because it is no longer like it's decriminalized. You go to a separate court and what they do is if you get convicted, or if you're found guilty of having this possession or having this issue, this drug problem, they then send it, you to like rehab, of, Yeah, they send you to a rehab facility, and their repeat offenders has gone way down. Tanked. Tanked way down, and their overdoses has gone way down. So technically, it is still illegal, but it is now decriminalized. They just don't arrest
0: you for it. Yeah, they just send you to this court. So yeah. That'll, that that gives
1: you help. That, and if
0: government Paid for rehab facilities, so it's not like oh, I can't afford to go to rehab because there's that issue. Yeah, it's government funded. It's government funded, and it's not a big part of the budget because there's not many people, like you say. There's not a high uh, repetition rate. Yeah, you know, people have issues, and they just, you know, they escape with those drugs, and the government, you know, they get caught, they go to this court system and they go to a rehab facility to to help fix their whatever, you know, problems they have that are causing them to go to it because people don't do drugs, you know, you see the partiers and you think, "Oh, they're just partying." Nah, they're partying to cover something up like that. Like mm-hmm. when you're doing coke and heroin and all like those kinds of drugs, those kind of escape drugs, you're you're covering something yeah, up.
1: You you have deeper issues going on than just I don't know. I wanna get fucked up tonight. No, there's a lot more going. I understand that. But yeah, as far as like because of how it's set up now and their um uh, their repeat offenders, like their rate has gone way down, like it's actually cleaned up a lot of their streets. Like there's just far less drugs now than there was a few years ago in the, Portugal.
0: Now they have legalized prostitution, which is something else I think what the United States needs. Because I know it's completely legal because they also mandated that they wear safety vests when they're walking the streets (laughs) so they don't get hit by cars at night. (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know all that.
0: Yeah, buddy.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, buddy. Okay. I'm pro that. Pro prostitution. Well, Uh, There was actually a big prostitution ring bust uh, this year, and they actually caught a few semi-famous people in including a couple are one professional poker player and a couple <laughs> other um semi like people I don't know
0: but well my question to the government would be why is porn legal and prostitution is not cuz there are uh like porn agencies out there where as a guy I can go up to them Hand them money, and go fuck a porn star. Because the camera's on.
1: Yep, that's legal. And she is getting you are paying, even though it's not directly, but indirectly, it's a pimp. You yeah,
0: you pay the agency, they pay her,
1: they pay her,
0: and you get to bang a porn star,
1: and you bang a chick for money. One hundred percent legal. So, and then when you buy the porn or whatever, the video or whatever it is, the magazine, you're paying people to watch people have sex.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why, it's but I illegal. can't. Yeah. The the longest running and a lot of people say, "Oh, I'll go to Vegas." Technically, it's not legal in the county that Vegas is in. No. There's like six counties in in Nevada and like there's two or three, only two or three that have prostitution actually legalized within that county. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I just I don't get it, man. I don't. <laughs> these are dumb laws that I don't understand why they're in place. They're, you're not protecting anybody from anything. You're only protecting Christians from seeing titties out in the street, which is, I guess, there's some validity. But at the same time, why are you so uptight about nudity? Who cares? It's your body. Christians are the first one to jump out. Oh my God, you're revealing yourself. God gave me this body. Why am I? Sh- why should I be ashamed of it? This is mm-hmm. your words, motherfucker. God gave you the body, right? Yeah, Why are you hiding it? <laughs> I don't uh, understand that either.
1: I, I don't necessarily understand it either. And I think uh, people like Rand Paul make a great argument saying, hey, if we legalize heroin today, are you going to go out and do heroin?
0: That was Ron Paul. That was his Ron dad. Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Excuse me, not Rand Paul. That was Paul. his dad. But is it, I think his son takes pretty much the same Yeah, advance.
1: same perspective. It's just – If we legalize prostitution, I'm not going to go out and find a prostitute
0: today. I'm going to wait till they get tests done. Then I'll go (laughs) (laughs) find.
1: You know, like I'm not going to go out. Carry your clean card. I'm clean. (laughs) I'm not going to go up to the. You know,
0: but I won't be doing heroin tomorrow if it's legalized. I won't be doing coke. Yeah, like. You're not going to be see me screaming for meth. Where's my meth? Like, no, I don't want to do those things. Whether and if that if you want to, I mean, I mean, we
1: both feel the same way. If that's something you want to do, that's your personal choice. Like, uh, it it doesn't affect go- me. I don't
0: need the government to tell me what's healthy for me to do. I'll figure that part on my own. Like,
1: well, I feel like it's the same way with cigarettes. Like, there's enough information out there. That we all know, cigarettes are not good for you, but people still smoke cigarettes. Like, yeah,
0: who are you trying to conv- Like, yeah, you didn't. Don't you know that four hundred thousand? Yeah, we know four hundred thousand people die every year in America from cigarettes. We know that. Mm-hmm. If you want to still smoke, and if that you know that person still wants to go smoke, then let, let them. Like,
1: and they do. They fine. smoke Fuck every on. day. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: The problem comes in like New York City. Okay. You can't smoke in the, in the buildings. You can't smoke on the sidewalks. You can't smoke in the public parks. Where are they supposed to fucking smart? Uh, smoke? Um, and then you got Bloomberg doing all this silly shit. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you can't have a soda bigger than this. Uh, you know, they had yeah. a certain oh, ounce yeah. drink that you can't have anymore. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Um, oh, that was so fun. I, I read an article about... Uh, he, uh, Bloomberg and somebody else were having a you know semi formal lunch. Yeah. Or they were having a lunch meeting about something. I forgot who uh, he was talking with, but they went to this pizza joint in New York City. Um, I don't remember which one. There's like a half a million of them there, but yeah. they went to this pizza joint and they both they ordered each order a slice of pizza and a drink, and then they both. Um, finish their pizza slice of pizza and they weren't done talking and they're both still hungry. So he says to the, uh, the guy like, Hey, can you give me another slice of pizza? And the guy was like, no, sir, I'm sorry. I can't do that. And then so they were laughing and joking like, Haha, okay, but seriously, yeah, I want another slice of pizza. And the guy was like, no, um, I, I can't – I'm not going to serve you another slice of pizza. And he's like, well, why aren't you going to serve me another slice of pizza? He's like, well, sir, uh, if you eat another slice of pizza, like, that's not going to be good for your health. That's not healthy. So you shouldn't have two <laughs> slices of pizza. <laughs> so you shouldn't have two slices of pizza. So if you want another slice of pizza, you're going to have to go elsewhere. But you can't have two slices of pizza here because that's just not good for you. And he got – Really upset, like very pissed off, was started cursing. And he's like, I want to speak to your owner. And he's like, Well, sir, I am the owner.
0: What now, motherfucker? (laughs) And a a business has the right to refuse service to anyone for any reason at any time. They don't need an excuse to say no. Exactly.
1: And they did. And sure enough, they did not serve him any more pizza. And they paid their tap, got up, and left, and went to another pizza joint to finish their lunch.
0: Sucks, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, It's a great idea until it directly affects you. Mm hmm. It's just like any, any of the stuff we talked about today. Yeah. I,
1: I, That is the one thing I do feel – I mean even though it's going to be pri- – it's private Private organizations can say, hey, our buildings are non-smoking, our flights are non-smoking, right. et cetera, et cetera. Right. And that's fine because that cigarette smoke does affect other people.
0: Yeah, and it affects that, their employees, and they have the right to say we don't want to put our employees through this. Well, you know, We don't want to have them yeah, directly exactly. affected by this. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. So it should be something that's kept outside – away from well you know where i'm gonna be Sort. i mean if it's outside it's not that bad but just not right in front of the building like go have your section or whatever and that's fine i don't i mean if you want well, to smoke that's- you say that
0: but then you look at like a strip mall like where are they supposed to go smoke because there's a line of buildings like a line of businesses where do you go smoke if it's not directly in front of the building yeah you know and more than that is. It's like you were saying about private, you know, companies. Like they have the right to, like they should have the right to say, "We are a smoking or non-smoking establishment."
1: I, I agree. And if it's a smoking establishment, like many bars are, because you know that's the clientele, like they're going to be turning away so much business. So, and I understand that. And there are certain bars I choose over other bars because of that reason. And that's my own personal choice at that point.
0: The thing is, there's not many bars anymore that. Uh you know, Virginia doesn't have it anymore. You can't smoke in. You know,
1: well, actually, the uh, long boards because it has two separate. Right, you have to have
0: a separate room.
1: You have separate rooms. The front, which is technically longboards, uh, is smoking, and that's the main part. And there's the back, which is technically blue water, but they're both owned by the same establishment. And that is non-smoking. <laughs> so if it gets on crowded, like, during the week it's fine. There's not many people there, and it's okay. But on a Friday or Saturday night, like, there's just so many people downtown. And it gets really smoky in there to the point where, like, it actually, like, bothers my eyes and stuff and i'm like either i have to go outside or go to the back and i mean yeah i i'm not going to get mad at these people it's their right to smoke then i can go elsewhere if yeah it upsets you're me. not
0: up there at city hall saying these motherfuckers are making me go to the different section of the bar or go outside okay. yeah it's like you're that, you know.
1: that's it's a business they they have the right like it's privately owned company and this is going to be the same way with marijuana like even though marijuana will be legal even at entry level jobs or more than likely not going to want you smoking on the job or being high on the job like so and I'm completely okay with that that's how it should be it should be left up to the private companies
0: yeah the owner of the business should be able to make a decision for himself for his business for his employees I don't, people making decisions for me is not okay mm-hmm. that's not freaking american yeah we were
1: but to an extent we do need some form of government regulation like the FDA and stuff.
0: Well I'm not saying don't regulate the thing. I'm saying don't tell me I can't have the thing. You know, making sure a quality assurance like with the food, like you say, food the FDA, Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Make sure the foods are, you know. Stored safely and transported safely and prepared safely. Mm -hmm. The health departments, all that stuff. Make sure the pot is, you know, grown in a healthy way and not, they Mm -hmm. don't give me pot with bugs on it and shit like that. You know, make it safe, Mm -hmm. but then let me make the choice to consume or not consume. That's not your choice to make. That's my choice to make. I don't understand why you think, why the government thinks that it has the right to decide for me what is right for me. Like, if I'm not affecting anyone else, leave me alone.
1: Yep. And that's uh, that, that goes with uh, – that's pretty much how I view most, pretty much everything. And, like, it, it goes from, you know, marijuana to gay marriage and yep. gay rights and cigarettes and alcohol and just pretty much anything. Like, it really should be left up to you. If you want to do something, then who says – you know it,
0: as independent people, we can form a research thing and uh, do studies to determine why pot is bad and we should be able to present that evidence to you if we believe that and that's the you know legitimate scientific thing and then you and present you with the information the same way we do with cigarettes. These are the negative health risks. Do you want to really risk that? Yeah. And now you get to make the decision whether yeah, you like go smoke a cigarette. Yeah, they have
1: all these anti-smoking ads and stuff, commercials and whatnot. That's fine.
0: Paid for by? Private companies. Private, well, to be fair, those are paid for by the cigarette companies because they're required by law too.
1: Well, it's just stupid. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, exactly. Like, it, the the choices out there, if they want to go overdose on something or smoke you know, their lungs away, this, that, and the other, drink their liver away, well, then that'll be some less stupid people that we have in this world. And hopefully yeah. the people who are left over are the ones who
0: made the right decision. Who have and, discipline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I it. want to say to everyone. Everything in moderation. Don't say no to anything, but say no to anything in excess. Like pot smoke some pot don't smoke pot all day every day that doesn't do anything for you alcohol have a drink every once in a while get shit-faced every every once in a while but don't go driving because then you are directly affecting other Other people people. uh and don't do it all the time because if you're getting shit-faced two three nights a week then you are going to have a negative health rest. You, you, I believe you should be able to do anything, and that you can do anything. The only thing I would say is just have some self restraint. Put do Fair it much. and don't go in excess of you, anything.
1: You have to. It really has to come down to you have to know your limits when it comes to stuff like that. Like I've, I, I used to smoke pot, and I've, I lived with a bunch of guys who did smoke a lot of pot all, all the time, and but they were the type of people who could smoke. Like take some bong rips or smoke a blunt and then go to the library and study. Or smoke some take, you know, take some hits um, and then go to class and take a test or go to work and function and they can go out and function. And I've learned very quickly like when I smoke, I'm just very unproductive. So I found out really quickly if I want to be a productive member of society, I need to stop smoking. So I haven't smoked in years and there you go. And so i I learned my lesson. I'm you-
0: You learn how it affected you, and you made a decision. You have the discipline to hold to that decision, and I think it's just weakness on people's parts to be disciplined about themselves and their own choices. And I think that's where the government gets involved is when – I smoked pot back in high school and it was horrible. It I could see gateway drug and blah, blah, blah. Now we are going to pass a law to make it illegal for everyone and all this other silly shit. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> really? you, you're not holding yourself you're, – you're making a law because you saw something bad happen once or it affected you in a negative way. Well, it may affect you in a negative way, but it might not affect me in a negative way. Pot affects everyone differently. Same way alcohol affects everyone differently. Like… Anytime you're getting inebriated or you know intoxicated, it affects people differently. Their people's brain chemistry is different, so yeah. you can't hold everyone to the same like standards. As you like, just as long as you're not going to hurt anybody else, then like do it. I don't care. No,
1: yeah, I, I think we both agree on that. So
0: yeah, I, I think we both have a very libertarian mind. Very mindset. much,
1: very much so. Yeah, but um, I, I think that was pretty good for our first yeah it was, it was alright we got into some okay discussions I'll be better prepared next week guys uh
0: yeah that's, this is kind of the idea behind this uh, this podcast just to generate a little discussion have a little grown up conversation mm-hmm. on top of our fun dumb shit that we do on the pregame this is just a little bit more serious. I have a little more grown up, more a little mature conversation yeah. on things.
1: Hopefully, hopefully by next week when we record our next one, we'll have a name and possibly even an itch- intro. So, um, yeah. just keep keep your uh, eyes out for this one and potentially some sports related one, mostly about football, but there will be other discussion on other sports and anything slightly pertaining to sports. Yeah, so we'll, we'll
0: try and do that one too. So that
1: one will be coming up, so you don't have the pregame always. So um, just yeah, check us out.
0: Yeah, the Knights of the Billiards Table studio network is just the umbrella for which is to let us to do lots of podcasts. Free game is just one of them. This is going to be another one. Uh With that in mind, at KBT Studios on Twitter, for facebook.com forward slash KBT Studios. This is Dan signing out. Later.